P.S. I Love Hoffman is brought to you by the Cage Club Podcast Network. For all things Cage Club related, head on over to cageclub.me. That's cageclub.me. Iggy Pop! Amen! Let it rock! I'm a fucking idiot. Red meat, we crave sustenance. I'm an artist. Hello, my name is Jimmy Cody. Why don't you have some fun? Fun, fun. Tommy, that's a tape thing. Whoever she is, I'm gonna find her and I'm gonna hurt her. I've spent the past three years learning Finnish! <laughs> I'm always home, I'm on cool. This is a process of dehumanization. Shut, 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 shut up! Hey, Hoff fans. Welcome to P.S. I Still Love Hoffman, our love letter to the remarkable career of the late, great Philip Seymour Hoffman. I'm still Brian Rodriguez. And I'm still, I think, Kyle Ryan Creed. <laughs> a little unsure, a little, little uneasy today. No, but we're always home, we're always uncool, and we're always ready to talk. Great Philip Seymour Hoffman films, rewatch, great Philip Seymour Hoffman films. But, you know, we're coming to the end of our little uh, season two, the rewatch season. Uh, this is going to be our last mid-month. I mean, we might pop in for something random, something like the P.T. Anderson movie we discussed, um, the one with his son. Yeah. But, yeah, this is going to be our last regular mid-month for a while. Kyle, feelings of nostalgia? I am. I was, like, looking back at all the films we've covered on this run, you know, because with these rewatches, we wanted uh, significant roles of his, like some, you know, meaty screen time or just, re- you know, powerful i mean all his performances are powerful don't get me wrong but um obviously Uh, bumpy road (laughs) (laughs) all right bill uh but yeah so you know a lot i feel like what probably twister off the top of my head was probably the earliest film of his we covered on this rewatch uh you know from then on then he had some pretty significant roles and boy i mean you guys know it from the last time, and just, I mean, well, because we only have one film left, and uh, once we get to the Magnolia episode, that's going to be, that's going to be heavy. Heavy stuff. Can't wait to do it. And yeah, you know, you spoiled it. No Wheel of Hoffman today, because we only do have one film left. So we'll be watching Magnolia for the May, May 1st rewatch, and <laughs> our final rewatch of the season. Can't wait for that. It's going to be interesting. I have not seen it since we talked about it with Tim O'Connor. Had you seen it since then? I don't think so because it's very, you know, it's... It's good, but it's long. It's yeah, long. exactly. <laughs> what are, in that, like... Uh, Three hours. The, the opening of the film and, like, kind of like the... the uh, what would that be called? The, the prelude? The... Uh, prologue. Prologue, prologue, yes. Go. Prelude yes. is music. Prologue yes, is that makes sense. written. <laughs> but, like, in the prologue, it's like by chance it's just like what it what is it you know with for a while in the beginning how, how did when we started the rewatch before we started like wheel of hoffman we were doing we were, voting we were doing vote the voting and then facebook and you know got weird with like the yeah whole, they got the, weird polls weird polls and everything like that but um so what is it by chance that like kind of this long opus of a film is the last one that we're covering in rewatch and while it might not be his biggest role and it is one of his you know earlier big roles big role films the third collaboration with pt anderson and um it's i mean 
just it's going to be a hell of a movie to cover. The character Phil Parma. I mean, <laughs> one of your faves. One of my great name. <laughs> it's so, kind of like a foodie film's name. Yeah, a little bit of a foodie film's name. Phil Parmigiana. <laughs> They had to change it when they immigrated here. <laughs> I guess they changed it at the docks of Ellis Island. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so this has been, I mean, I'm sure we'll, in the three hours that Magnolia is, I'm sure we will reflect a bit more, but it's... Uh, it's going to be fun. This has been this has been pretty, pretty crazy as far as the rewatch was lo- a longer period than... I think the initial run, right? Because we were doing it once a month. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. For sure, for yeah. sure. Or at least around the same, right? Yeah, I don't know. Definitely. There will be a, there, there will be a void for sure in my podcasting heart while we're uh, in, um, I don't know, lack of a better word, the hiatus till the next iteration of this. But thank you very much, Hoff fans, for participating in this. And then even, I mean, we, you know, we love talking so much that, that that's why we started the rewatch and we have these mid months just to kind of check in and there you know really isn't much to check in you know uh, news wise or just i guess the next biggest thing is the is there is it still just a working title for that uh next yeah PTN? Right, unless that's actually the title i forget what it is but it, yeah it doesn't seem like that's the title to be honest with you. but yeah cooper you, we know you're gonna do your dad proud and uh i can't wait to watch that film and just uh Gonna try not to obviously compare or anything like that, but I'm sure there will just be some moments that, uh, it, you know, if any, it might be a lot. Who knows? I've never heard the the kid speak or whatever, but maybe, you know, mannerisms. Phillips and Hoffman was just such a... Yeah, physical yeah, presence. Physical presence that I just have to assume. I mean, seeing pictures of it, you know, I mean, the son looks like him. So, um, yeah, just can't wait. Can't wait for that film for sure. Yeah, and who knows? We might get that uh, the TV show, the happiness. Wait, happiness or happy ish? I always forget. Happy ish. Happy ish. <laughs> happiness is the happiness fucked up movie. The, yeah, happy ish is the fucked up show. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that thing might leak again because bad job on us. We we should have just recorded the second it leaked. When when that uh, when the pilot leaked for that, yeah, but that was like during that was tough. It was during the pandemic. Yeah, like, yeah. To be fair, but hopefully it leaks again. <laughs> <laughs> Regardless, though, I'm excited to talk Magnolia. In terms of Hoffman news, I'm sad we don't really get to do like an Oscar recap. But hey, you know, it is what it is. The Oscars are later this year. Um, we already talked Capote. We rewatched Capote, and we know all of Hoffman's great performances. Some not so great things in the Hoffman universe. And we've talked about this before, though. This uh, writer for The Spool, Jonah Kovlowski, he's been doing a uh, column called P.S. I Love You. And he's reviewing all the Hoffman f- movies, just wow. like us. So, ori- so original. Clever title, clever title. And the other day I was reading his uh, take on Owning Mahoney. And uh, let me just read you the last two paragraphs. And I mean, whatever, you can have your own opinion, Kyle, agree or disagree. Just like Love, Liza... Hoffman expertly plays the black hole. I agree. He doesn't let the disco decade trappings dehumanize Dan, and he's able to quietly convey a lot about his character while Dan keeps cool. You get that this isn't a dumb guy. He's bright enough to lie his way through an audit, and he remains completely uninterested in the casino's lavish attempt to woo him. To again put owning Mahoney side by side with uncut gems, Howard Ratner is briefly forced into a greater self-awareness, Dan stays pretty level throughout. 
Okay, thank you for comparing us. Sorry, I was so condescending with this. <laughs> this is ultimately what holds Mahoney back from being one of Hoffman's best. There's not much to root for one way or another. Not much tension across the film's admirably tight runtime. Did you feel tension in Oni Mahoney? I did. Oh, I definitely felt tension, and I mean, I'm, I, I, it's, I mean, it's not one of my no. favorite films of his. And I get as far as like, there's definitely tension. I, I agree in the sense of like, I don't know if I'm necessarily like rooting for him or something like that. No, but I don't, I don't necessarily but, need a movie where I'm rooting for the main character. No, I mean, hey, let's look at the. I'll even let's go with P.T. Anderson, a filmmaker he worked with a bunch of times. Like, how many of his films? I'll even say a film that Philip Seymour Hoffman wasn't in. There'll be blood. Are you rooting? <laughs> I'm not. Like, you know. <laughs> so Dan never hurts anyone more than himself, making it difficult to hope he gets caught. He steals from a bank to add to the coffers of a casino. We don't really care about either institution. We never feel the buzz. Mahoney eventually confesses he feels at the table. For a film about gam- a gambling addict, it's odd that the stakes never rise above a simmer. Now, I'll take a little bit of exception to that. What, you want, like, breaking kneecaps? Yeah, like, What's this guy's name again? (laughs) Why, you want to break his kneecaps? Jonah. No, no, no. Just like, Jonah, like, go eat some chicken fingers, all right? (laughs) Come on. I I know you're a columnist and you need, like, a little bit of, uh, I mean, this isn't, like, clickbait stuff, but, like. No, no, but, I mean, he's, I guess he's being honest and we're just fans, so maybe that's the difference, but. It's interesting. Yeah, and he's not. No, and he's not. He by all he he isn't hating on Philip Seymour Hoffman. No, I mean at least not in this one. But yeah, I don't know. You know, you're entitled to your own opinion, man. (laughs) Yeah, fuck me. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I love the guy, so I'm just always enthralled with everything that he participates in. And since that isn't, we're fanboys here. We'll look at that. since, Since that's an early role of his leading role of his it was just great to and, and mind you it's not like i was i watched it when it when it came out when was that? it was like 2001 or something like that so you do you jonah well if you want to read more of those columns check them out on the spool um we'll be gone for a little while on hiatus after after Magnolia, so maybe he'll take the torch from us. I mean, he never acknowledged us, but whatever. <laughs> I just love having shade. Jonah, all the love. We like that you're continuing the legacy, but yeah, we, we got problems. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, not a lot of Hoffman news. I tried to look. Not a lot of Hoffman things. Um, so I think we'll just kind of have to get on with it. No wheel to spin. So yeah. are there any, is there anything you're really looking forward to in Magnolia? Besides Philip Seymour Hoffman, I'm I'm looking forward to um, appreciating the like it, it's a, it's smart filmmaking, it's smart storytelling, and I'm gonna try my best to appreciate and maybe discover some things in the overarching like you know the stories. He, he he just doubled down on this one, even in comparison to Boogie Nights, and while those are you know we've got everyone's stories. There's still much more of like this core family unit in the, in, in this, in the, uh, you know, por- porn industry, this, you know, there's some people related to one another, but they're not even scenes together till like the end. It's much more, uh, a slow simmer to a big, you know, f- you know, flash fire at the end. This is PT Anderson being the hottest auteur director on the planet. And a studio letting him do whatever the hell he wants. And yeah. I'm not saying I mean, he's an artist. It's not. It's a good movie. Yeah, he's not Christopher Nolan. 
<laughs> but and it's not a digestible movie. This is closest to Christopher Nolan, believe it or not. I'd say maybe there will be blood, but this just has a lot of a. Uh, it's long. It has a lot of connective tissue that we don't really see. Some sleight of hand, if you will. not on the Nolan level, not even close. But no, it, my Nolan comment was more like when a studio just like lets him do whatever. No, 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 I know. But and then they just like keep letting it do, it. and it's like you realize that like he's kind of like. I don't know, an avalanche sometimes. Well, that, well, that's what I mean. This is like, I think, peak P.T. Anderson doing whatever the hell he wants. Yeah. I'm not saying studios have... And then look at the film that he does after this, Punch Drunk Love. Can you get any, like, different in a certain way, you know? Which is great by him, which he's like, yeah, you know, I did something so big, so ambitious. Not big in terms of a sets level or anything yeah. like that, but big in terms of a story. I did something so ambitious. Let me get intimate next, which is nice to see. I'd like no one to do the same. Yeah, exactly. Which is, <laughs> which is like every, you know, from pretty much Batman on, Batman. Batman Begins, it goes, what, that, then The Prestige, then Dark Knight, and then, uh, 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 oh, God, why am I blanking? Leonardo DiCaprio. I want to say Interstellar, but I know that's not, but what's the Leonardo DiCaprio? Oh, oh. No, because there's Interstellar that came out, and then there was the. But Martian. that's after Dark Knight Rises. So, the, but I'm so, saying the Mar- I know the Martian's not his, but like this is when we were like sending a listers to space. <laughs> you know, so what's the one in the middle? No, no. So it goes. It goes Dark Knight, Inception, Inception. Okay, and that's where he, you know works with jo- Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Then he oh, brings so, them so this in. One's and not Tom in Hardy. Space. Yes, this one's yeah, no, not, not in space. space no. Okay, I thought you meant space ones. No, no, no. So it's Inception, then Dark Knight Rises, then Interstellar, then, then Dunkirk. No, not the Martian. <laughs> Enough of the Martian. That's Ridley Scott, and it was a comedy that won at the Golden Globes, okay? But isn't, aren't they the similar movies? Isn't Matt Damon in Interstellar? Yes. As the Martian? <laughs> it's, tell me that's not confusing to people. He sees he sees uh, Matthew McConaughey, and, and Scott they're, doesn't they're, know. they're hungry in space, and he's like, how do you like the apples? Yeah. Matt, Matthew, oh, it's not him, wait, it's Matt. I was going to say Matthew McCameo, but that sounds like I'm talking too much about Matthew McConaughey. Oh. You know what I mean? Matt Day Cameo. It doesn't work as well Matt Damon. <laughs> no one calls him Matthew Damon either. Matt, yeah, Matthew Damon. Maddie Damon. Matty Damon. I can see that. Like, yeah, Matty Matt Damon. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Anyway. Well, we're off the rails, but can't wait to talk Magnolia. Nothing much more to say here. Trust me, we'll be talking for three hours plus on the next episode, guys. So oh, boy. <laughs> That'll be the first Monday in May. Thank you guys for listening on this lap sincerely. Well, thank you again on Magnolia. And Kyle, why don't you tell people where they can shove it? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you, you, can, you can stay uncool. I don't, if that involves shoving something to stay uncool, that you can do, do whatever you want. All you right? do you. Yeah, you do you. go ahead, Jonah. Eat the chicken fingers. <laughs> I say that because that's a reference to Dan Mahoney and he wants chicken fingers. Yes. <laughs> Thank you. Stan cool.